The Donut Bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. All right. Things have kind of slowed down with the uh, the Steelers. There was no – there was it's we didn't match the uh, the frenzy of uh, when free agency first started. So um, – but still – I mean, the, the big thing that happened was was Deshaun Watson. Should the Steelers be worried? Are the Steelers the worst team in the AFC North now? No. No. Well, oh, that's a tough question. That that's depends on what level you're asking. Hmm. I think based off the moves that the Steelers have made, that, yeah, they're the worst team in the AFC North. But that doesn't mean they're bottom half of the AFC. But I think the AFC North has taken has kind of taken a step to being the best in football. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 almost on the level of the AFC West. It's like you know four loaded teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, the I AFC in general is pretty pretty ridiculous right now you look at all the young quarterbacks the moves that were made defensively you know like Khalil Mack going to the Chargers and all that but the Steelers I think have especially if this thing with Tyron Matthew goes the way that we're hoping I and even if it doesn't still have a top three defense in the league so I think there's plenty to be confident about even if you're not totally confident about Mitch but it's not like he's guaranteed to be the starter for the next four years it's just for the next two while he's under contract and a whole lot can change between now and then anyway. I agree. Uh, and who knows if, I don't know, my boy Dwayne Haskins like steps up and he, he just magically becomes a starter. And I think the best case scenario for, for Haskins at this point is to magically become the backup and for them to trade or um, release uh, uh, Mason. Because Mason is the most disrespected human besides Chris Rock on this planet right now. <laughs> the only, I mean, <laughs> there are there are memes out there of somebody putting Miles Garrett's head on oh, yes. Mason's face yes. and, and and Mason's face on Will on Chris Rock and, 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 and the helmet in the there's hand. a helmet. Like, so. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that meme. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I mean, there was that show. Everybody hates Chris, but really, it's everybody hates Mason Rudolph. And nobody, nobody likes the guy. Uh, but it does make me wonder what is going to happen with the quarterback position because I hear a lot that they want to draft a quarterback. So, so what does that mean for for Trubisky? Is that are we already done with him, or is he already yesterday? No, he's news? a stopgap. He's, I don't think Trubisky ever came in here thinking he was going to be the one to lead us all to glory. Well, wow. <laughs> I think he knows that. I think he knows what he is. He's a stopgap. He's here to prove that he can do it again and then get his payment from another team. And yeah, if we draft a young up and coming quarterback, I think I, I, I think that's, I think that's reasonable. It depends on who we get and where we get him and what value and all that other nonsense, but. Well, the way I see it, there's only one quarterback that the Steelers are going to draft, and it's Malik Willis, and you're going to have to trade up to go get him. I, I strongly, strongly believe that. And 
at this point, I'd be kind of surprised if they don't trade up to go get him because I think you've created around, I think you've solidified some of the deals on the offensive line. It's not perfect by any means, but you feel good about Kevin uh, Dotson. You feel good about Mason Cole at center. Now you feel uh, uh, really good at, at right guard. So I think, I think overall, like, yeah, there's still going to be some holes on that offense, but with the defense being in place, you're still in win now mode. So you can afford to give up really not that much. If you, Maybe a first and a second and the third this year, or excuse me, not a first and a second, a first this year, a first next year, and a third this year. I think you can get up into the top 10 very reasonably. Take Malik Willis, do what you intended to do with Ben, and let let Mitchell Trubisky be Malik Willis's Tommy Maddox. Just hopefully Mitch doesn't get hurt because that that was the intention all along. So if that plays out, that's best case scenario for Malik. That's best case scenario for the Steelers because they don't have to throw him out behind a terrible offensive line if it doesn't improve as much as you'd like to see. So I think that's that's what's on the table for the Steelers. And for me, based on the moves that they've made, I still feel confident if you end up having to sit at 20 and take the best player available and just move on with Mitch. And because if, if he sucks – it's a really good quarterback class next year. And if he's good, then he's earning his reputation back and proving that he was a good quarterback. The Bears were the problem. Jim Nagy – or not Jim Nagy. Matt Nagy was the problem. Uh, so, I think overall, a lot of things can turn out really positively for the Steelers if they just kind of bide their time or reach for the stars and go get their guy. Yeah, I just I, – I don't know how much – I don't know if that's realistic for moving up for Malik Willis. And I don't know how much the Steelers are in love with him. Like, Oh, they love oh I think they love him. They love him now. <laughs> All right, don't, don't you dare start showing me that meme of, like, Tomlin looking longingly. Like, don't, don't you dare – Oh, you mean that that's why we were supposed to get Aaron Rodgers because they, they looked at True. each other. They had a look. They had a. They, they they exchanged glances one time. Well, just, here's the thing. That was that. a glance. Mike Tomlin has looked at him like that for a month straight. <laughs> look, if, if if he came to us in a in a really really good situation, I'd be down for it. But like, I don't. I just. I think they're gonna have to. I think they're gonna have to trade too much. I don't. I don't think he he's gonna he's gonna be in a position where they're gonna get him. Well, I think. On that same look, look what the team has done recently that I think yeah. kind of backs up the fact that they would be willing to trade up. I think we we kind of have a misconception because they don't move first so often, but they move a lot. They move up a lot in the back ends of the draft. And then recently they made two splash moves, one for Devin Bush, where they gave up similar value as what I just suggested for Malik Willis. And okay. another when they gave up the first for Minka Fitzpatrick. Well, the Devin Bush thing didn't really, it, but it's not done yet, but it hasn't really panned out as well as you'd like. That Minka Fitzpatrick thing was excellent. So you're shooting yeah, that's gold. right now. Yeah. So I think there's reason to believe that they could. There's obviously plenty of reason to believe that they won't. Yeah. Either way, though, I think you should be pleased with the situation as a whole. Here, here's, here's why I think they're not going to get Malik Willis. You have Detroit at two uh, that needs a quarterback. 
You have the Giants that possibly might get one there. They have picks five and seven. You have Carolina that definitely needs a quarterback. You have Atlanta that needs a quarterback now. Seattle needs a quarterback. Washington, not Washington really, but uh, uh, New Orleans, well, maybe not New Orleans, but but there's there's a bunch of teams there that need one. So I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to, not even not even be close to falling to oh, even no. where they could trade for him. Also, the Steelers do not have the draft capital that they did in previous years. They had that extra third round pick when they when they traded for Devin Bush, they had that extra third round pick uh because of the Antonio Brown trade. So they had extra draft capital. This this time they don't have much. So that's why I don't think they're gonna trade up that much. I think that's fair, but I, I think if you look at those other teams. I don't. I think the Giants are still gonna give Daniel Jones one more shot at this thing and get some help around him, get a wide receiver, okay, maybe get that. some offensive linemen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With the Lions, if the Jags don't go Aiden Hutchinson, that's the hometown boy right there. Dan Campbell's a defensive, or he's not a defensive minded coach, but he's a he's a big nasty kind of coach. So he he would probably opt to take a guy like Aiden Hutchinson there as well that's when you make the trade as soon as the lions don't take him uh, because at three, the Texans aren't going to do it. Shockingly, they're going to give Davis mills a shot because if they suck next year, again, better quarterback class Four, the jets won't do it five. That's where the giants are. That's where you can trade up. And if you, if you look at the values of those picks that the Steelers would be giving, be giving up 20 this year, uh, I think it's 52. Uh, no, 52 is a second round pick. Uh, is, is whatever the third round pick is. And first next year that equates positively in the giants favor, but not so much that the Steelers are losing a lot to where the trade would make sense for them overall. And like I said, you've built a lot through this free agency with all the money that you've had mm-hmm. to where you don't have to build the defense continuously, fix offensive line, find a, find a gold mine at wide receiver in the second round. Like you often do. And yeah, I the wide receiver really good about this team over issue. the next eight years. I mean, the wide receiver thing, I agree with you. The wide receiver, that, that, that like as much as people say that needs to be addressed, that the if Kevin Colbert's going to go out on a gold like medal, it's going to be because he drafts us like the next Antonio Brown. So I mean, do it one more time before you leave, Colbert. One exactly. more time. We'll send you out. We'll, we'll have a ceremony. You can stand on the pedestal. It'll be fine. Just hopefully this one sticks around for a long time. And doesn't lose his mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad yeah. that Juju's gone, and the the deal that that uh, Christian Kirk signed is gonna really make it difficult for DJ to come back too. But I mean, if you're able to, if you do it again, you feel confident about who Malik or Mitchell Trubisky or whoever is the quarterback who they're throwing to for the next four or five years. The the Jaguars and the Browns did a lot of damage this year. The Jaguars with that ridiculous contract, basically. They basically caused that uh, that Tyreek Hill trade because Tyreek Hill's like that dude's making that much. I want to make that much. I want to make. I want to be the <laughs> highest paid. And, hey. like, and then this ridiculous, insane, guaranteed contract to uh, to uh, Deshaun Watson. Who that's gonna? I would I, I would hate to be negotiating a contract with a quarterback in the future. Um, cough, cough. Ravens and uh, Lamar Jackson. 
Yeah, I mean, given two hundred thirty <laughs> million guaranteed to a guy with that many problems, the rest of the quarterback market is saying, "Hey, I'm clean as a whistle." When right, Josh Allen's right. ready to get, get upgraded, if he hasn't already, like you know, I've never been in trouble in my life. What are you going to guarantee me? I'm not going anywhere. That that's man, the Browns. They finally have a good team, but they're still finding a way to be absolute, absolutely stupid in most things that they do. Because they also, at the same time, because they didn't unload Baker first, they killed any value they could get back for him after giving up three first-round picks and guaranteeing $230 million to a guy that could go to jail any minute if there's the right kind of evidence. It's stupidity at its finest. I think yeah. – I think Browns this- football. It's Browns football. I think that they just really screwed themselves up. They really, they're they they basically traded the everything, money wise and draft pick wise, for a very questionable person. And it's it's just I think it's just I think I think it's just they're just going to shoot themselves in the foot. I think I think it's going to be a disaster for them, like most Browns things are. So I think I think the Browns are going to go back to being kind of a laughing stock. Well, Browns going to be the Browns. Out. Yeah, if it doesn't pan out, that's exactly where they're headed. Is right back to to where they were before they got Baker, and that's mediocrity picking in the top five every single year. That said, if Deshaun can ball out and stay on the field, they're Super Bowl contenders until he retires, and that's you know even with the money that that they're giving him and all the draft capital they gave up. The roster is stacked right now. The entire offensive line is signed to long-term deals with the exception of Jedrick Wills. You know, they've got playmakers all across the board except for at wide receiver, which this class is incredibly deep. You can find somebody. A lot of things are leaning their way as long as Deshaun Watson keeps his hands to himself and stays on the field. Yeah. Am I the only, like, stealer in the room that wants Jarvis Landry to be a stealer now? I I would not. I would not like I, I would not mind that. I, I'd be okay with that. And I think that's what they need is an adult in the room. They need <laughs> they need someone to be a they need a little bit of they need a veteran. I think they need a little bit of maturity. You haven't had one since Darius Hayward Bay, right? I mean it's it's Basically. been a while since you've had a real I mean, sure. Yeah, he wasn't a contributor, but he was a voice. <laughs> yeah, all right, thank you. you know, thank you yeah. for acknowledging. You don't have those. to contribute, but good, you know. <laughs> have some life experience behind you so you know when you drop a pass you know somebody can be like hey it's okay i dropped a gazillion you know something like that yeah he did <laughs> you're, you're, you're missing you're missing something there and I, I i've said that for years though and they haven't done it i wouldn't mind jarvis landry being a stealer the, the man can run routes he catches balls they need a third wide receiver to be honest uh I mean, who's their third right now? Is it that Gunner? Is it that Gunner kid? No, he's just a. Hopefully, he's just a kick returner. But then again, Ray 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 was only supposed to be a kick returner. Let's see how how that turned out. So, um, (laughs) yeah, you get Jarvis Landy Landry. You get Honey Badger. You're set. No, no, I don't want Honey Badger. Why would you not? He's better than Terrell Edmonds. Oh, that's better than Terrell. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yes. I am that loyal. I am that loyal. Because I, I've, every time that they've signed a hokey, I've gone hokey, hokey, hokey high, and then every time they, <laughs> I would not mind if Terrell Edmonds came back. I wouldn't either. He'd I be wouldn't. A, a, a He's a solid. Yeah. 
He's so if they can get him back, like it depends on what Terrell Edmonds wants. Or not Terrell Edmonds. God dang it. Honey Badger. Well, uh, Honey I, Badger I think, is going to want a lot of money. That's the problem. He is. Now, the, yes. Steelers, the Steelers can afford him. And if he wants to, you know, it depends on what his prospects are, you know, because he's not going to the Ravens. And that's where a lot of people thought he was going to go. How many championship teams can you really get on? And a lot of people don't think the Steelers are championship team, but within the time frame of his contracts, you never know. Have you and, met us? Right. Well, what? I mean, I know we do. <laughs> I just mean people outside this fan base. But uh, you know, we are we are a month out from from the the draft. We are way past you know the initial waves of free agency, and he's still out there. That increases the chances that he's going to take like a one year deal and say, you know what, I'll just do this all again next year, and 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 maybe cash in. Maybe who's that, Honey Badger? Or Honey Terrell? Badger, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I, well, what I wonder is if Terrell isn't spurned by the fact that the Steelers are obviously holding out to see what Tyron Matthew does. And if the Steelers don't get Tyron Matthew and Terrell is spurned by that, then what do you do? You have to go in the draft and with, with an open position. And I think there's, that's how there's... you wound up with Terrell in the first place. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't I, mind I, them drafting a safety high. There's only one good one. I don't, well, I, I mean, you get Lewis signed, but you'd have to but, trade back a little bit for the value. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know the draft yet. I, I, I've, I've said before on this podcast, there's so many like ifs, ands, or buts like throughout the entire process that like speculating like makes me just like makes my head spin, and I, I don't like to do it. So I'm not speculating who they're going to take. I can tell you who I like, what positions I think they need, but like I, I couldn't tell you players. Well, what position do you think? That, uh, assuming they don't get a quarterback, assuming they don't trade up, I've seen. I've just looked at five different mock drafts, and four of them have <laughs> Malik Willis falling to them at twenty. So, is are that those all Steelers written drafts? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Most of them just don't do trades, and they're like, ah, oh, that he's that's where he's going. But all right, there's no way so, he falls like, to twenty. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I if agree. the Steelers, if the Steelers are sitting there and they're not like taking quarterback, if they are, are in a position of need, uh, they either take they take a defensive back or they take an offensive tackle. I think I don't I don't know how deep the offensive tackle draft. Here's the thing: classes. you just go you just go best player available. There, there will be somebody really good if they just sit there and wait for them. Because the but way what if it's somebody that they already have? Like what that's if fine. That's 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 fine. You could as long as he's not a bust. You're you're good. Well, tell me but what we tried. <laughs> we what one position before. do you not want competition at? Running back and edge rusher. I think that's it. The rest, you're welcome. You're welcoming in anybody. I think. Really? And remember, I, you don't. They don't have to um, necessarily start right away or even play a lot. Let them. Let them sit back. Let them learn. Whatever position it is. That's that's valid. Whatever, Where you, are, know, you know who they they could really use? They could use a good cornerback because yeah. right now you that's got. That's why I said defensive back. <laughs> well, you, but still, in particular cornerback you got right now levi wallace and and, and witherspoon who are both good are we still have cam sutton yes cam sutton too uh but they're all good but you have the potential to get someone great 
Yeah. Yeah, and they've been notoriously terrible at drafting. Everyone is terrible at drafting a a, a cornerback. It's not that's not just a Steeler specific thing. That's yes, that's, I know it's not specific, but I'm just saying like that that is the shot in the dark. I don't necessarily want to take. Yeah. Like I take like honestly, if they're if I had the pick between like an O lineman and a corner at the same level, I take an O. I take an outside O lineman before I take. A def- before I take a defensive back, like that guy could start for you for seven years. Defensive backs, they they tend to move around and like a little bit more than offensive linemen do. Ronnie Harrison, um, who's a safety for the, that, that played with the Browns, he's Roll still tide. available. Um, Landon Collins is still available. Just just you know, roll tide. <laughs> possibly there you go. Uh, guys. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, well, a, here's the thing about Landon Collins. Uh, you don't want him at safety. You, you, you That's a Mark Barron type. He's got to start playing linebacker if he wants to stay in the league. Okay. Now, okay. Ronnie Harrison, I'd be happy with him. I think you, you, he's that. I think he's that happy medium between Terrell Edmonds and Tyron Matthew, where I, I would be very happy with him, and not just because he's from Alabama, because he's a pretty good football player. Not only is he from Alabama, but he basically was teammates with Minka and Levi Wallace, I believe. Yes. So oh, that was one of the cool things I saw about the Wallace signing was that they were teammates. That was that was actually awesome. Roll yeah, tight. Pretty tight. Yeah. We're, we're bringing back the band. We're going to band we're, the band back yeah. together. Hey, the more Alabama guys, the better. Every, yeah, really. Right? Let's just bring the entire Alabama defense back together, and they will win everything again. <laughs> nah, but uh, I mean that's they, what Washington he, tried to do. It didn't really pan out well. Yeah. For them. Yeah. <laughs> well, and nothing Washington it, does yeah. pans out. But. So. Yeah, valid. So, wait, who's backing up Najee this year? Yeah, I think they need someone good. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> they need someone. They need someone good, and and and. Th- th- but that's going to be really tough. You're going to have to draft someone because no running back in their right mind is going to want to play. Is going to want to come in because it's like, hey, you want to come in? You're going to play ten percent of the time because Najee's going to play ninety percent of the time. But hey, that. 10%. That's yeah. Build mean, Lindsay. Like, yeah, you're just gonna have to that's too expensive. Phil Lindsay will do I, I think Phil Lindsay would do it at this point. I think he still wants to play. I if you're going after a veteran, you're gonna laugh, but I think they're tight. Najee and this guy are tight, and that's Adrian Peterson. If what yeah, I mean why is but, is is that his is that his, his grandfather? <laughs> I mean they're they're just <laughs> tight. They you know, he's tight with, with a lot of like Mar- Marshawn Lynch and some of those guys too. Uh, but you can get AP- AD on uh, on a vet minimum deal. He knows he's not going to play unless, you know, Najee gets hurt or something, which, you know, heaven forbid. Uh, I'm talking for somebody to like spell him for like 30 that's what, that's what I'm saying. Just, just to let, just play a little bit. And, and actually Who wants Adrian, to? He, he would be perfect in that role. Just, yeah, just, just, just play a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know, McFarland or what's, is, is that the Maryland kid's name? McFarland? Uh, um, yes, you know, know that, you're that, talking. you know, he's got, he's got an opportunity to step up. Benny Snell's got an opportunity to step up, yeah, but what both of those guys know very well, as well as probably Najee is that the Steelers have drafted a running back in the past five straight drafts. So if you don't pan out, like you're, <laughs> you're have they really, yes, they have. <laughs> I, I think I saw Alex Kazora post it, but it's, it's, <laughs> It's insane. It was ben, Benny Snell in 2019, McFarlane in 2020, and Najee in 2021. So, uh, yeah. 
and and before that you get into james connor and uh right and, and before that uh i can't remember who, he's but... living his best life out in arizona yeah good for james like, connor man good for james connor but i mean i i don't i don't know what kind of style back you go for i don't know what round because now she's all the style the backs. that's exactly that's part like he can pound it through the tackles he can go out and run routes like he can catch things out of the backfield that's the I weird wonder. thing like does switching it up really mess the defense up anymore because you're just like oh okay it's not it, Najee, but we still gotta expect everything it's not an it's not a it's not really switching it up i mean because you have you have that your switch ups on the on the roster right now assuming mcfarland does anything which has been he's been a massive yeah. disappointment but it's it's basically just just given uh Najee a breather yeah she doesn't need many of that that's I why mean, i'm in favor of more of a traditional like this dude's a backup he's only playing if yeah. Najee gets hurt i actually yeah. like i didn't even know adrian peterson was like thinking of playing again like i actually don't he played on like that. three different teams last year i don't yeah. I, but i don't hate that like put him on there like i mean he is one of the greatest running backs of all time but he is on like the downside of his career but let still. him be the Brett Favre of running backs right yeah so he'll play till um, he'll play he'll play till he can't play anymore. I'm just wondering what what Najee is going to be this year. Is he going to be like a Derrick Henry type? Is he going to bulk up? Is he going to lighten up and be be like a Le'Veon Bell type? Is he going to or just stay the same or whatever? And my goodness, what if the Steelers' uh, offensive line is better and he actually has holes to run through? Oh my God! Man, he ran for twelve hundred yards behind one behind of that the, the worst three offensive lines in the league. <laughs> I would love to see what he could do in the NFL within the next three years behind just an average offensive line. And now, he's which I think is what the Steelers anymore. have now. Yeah, as I say, the Steelers addressed that in the offseason. Like, Daniels. Uh, Daniels is uh, such a huge pickup, man. I'm so stoked for him. Are you? All right. I, I'm very, I'm very, very He's glad massive. to hear that. He was one of the top five free agents, like, on NFL.com and stuff. And like who was the other guy? The Coles? Mason Cole, who is yeah. probably going to be the center. Yeah. 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 And so then I know leaves... a lot better about him than I do Illinois boy. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. People are saying what's going to happen with uh, Kendrick Green. I think what people need to be saying is what's going to happen with Kevin Dotson. No, I really, I don't know. Uh, you don't don't, think don't so? come after Dot, man. <laughs> I love Kevin Dotson. I got yeah, faith in him. He'll come back I strong. Don't know about that. Well, we'll we'll see. I mean, Kendrick Green, for whatever you want to say about his actual play, he was feisty. Like he had he had the fight in him the entire time. He got overpowered a lot because but, he. But Dotson's so one of the strongest dudes in the league. <laughs> Yeah, like, and yet he was he's still there. He was still in the position he was at. But, well, but, yeah. I mean, he was hurt all last year. I think yeah, that's the we'll biggest see. thing. We'll you see. thought he was going to come back, he didn't, and that that threw off a lot of things in the way that people view him. But I think if you know he comes back healthy next year, if he comes no back healthy, think and that he's he the best be player, I'm in. Anyway, yeah, if he comes back healthy and he comes back the best player, I'm in. But I, I don't think you should exclude Kendrick Green from being in that conversation because I think Kendrick Green, he has that tenacity. He's not the biggest guy, but I, I think he could I think he could put up a fight. So I think he would be in like the one percentile of size for guards if he were to move to guard. And I mean, what was Jeff Saturday and he won like the Super Bowl for the Colts at center? He was a like, center and he was a normal size center. <laughs> he was six foot. 
That's not a normal size anything. He was not six foot. I'm calling. He was six foot. But, but, but we'll see. We'll see. But there, now there's actually options. So I mean, there's actually yes. three right. options. We can all agree on that. Now. Yes. You know. So uh, it's just two. it's exciting. I'm um, six two. It, it's exciting, but um, yeah, they 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 need a wide receiver. They, I mean, right now it's Deontay and Chase Claypool, and that's it. Gunner. So yeah, Gunner. Gunner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, good they, they that, but um, wide receiver is the one position I'm not worried about though because they draft so well. I'm really like, and this is supposedly a really deep class wide receiver. It's extremely wise. deep. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I just, I just see them like kind of just, just being like the alligator, the, the, the crocodile on the lake and just sitting and waiting and then just being like, yup, that's the guy we want. Yup. That's the guy we want. And then like, they may trade picks or something, but it's going to be like minuscule. Like it's going to be like tiny little moves and they're going to be like, yep, that's the guy. That's the guy. That's the guy. And that's going to be how Kevin Colbert goes out. Oh. I could definitely see that for wide receivers. The same way they played for for Chase Claypool when they grabbed him in the second round. You know, nobody saw that coming because he'd spent so many picks on that position. But uh, I think, you know, this year you're kind of backed into the corner, but everybody that's kind of there in that second round space, you know, if Sky Moore doesn't dip into the first round, but you've got guys uh, like George Pickens out of Georgia, who I know, you know, Mike Tomlin loves everybody from Georgia this year because they did that <laughs> one thing that that I'm I've repressed in my memories. But uh, you know, there, there's a lot of guys to really like in the second round that would be immediate contributors on this offense. Yeah, I definitely think they can. Oh. Oh. Is there anybody that's like still like a Steelers free agent that you guys want to see back outside of Terrell Edmonds, Joe Hayden, but. Only you know, as in, in a reduced role, whatever that is. I don't know what <laughs> you know, sign him back as a coach. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> what would you do with that? Well, no but more. honestly, do we have any corners right now, like on the roster that are better than Joe Hayden right now? Hayden's about Hayden, Hayden and uh and um Adrian Peterson can go play shuffleboard on on a cruise ship or something. It's golf, man. And 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 have dinner at three thirty p.m. because because the, the, the yeah, I mean the 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 Steelers have said um, any any free agents they target are basically players on their second contract. So basically mm-hmm. anybody like in the twenty four twenty five age range. So yeah. Tyron Matthews, the lone exception. You make an exception for him. Yeah, yeah. You make it. You make you make an exception for Honey Badger. Yeah, that would be that would be amazing. I still don't think we're gonna get him. I just don't. Probably not. Probably not. But you know, hey, optimism, guys. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Here's the reason for optimism. Do do defensive players want to play for a team that has Mike Tomlin and Brian Flores? As your as your coaches, and that's like Florida's isn't even the defensive coordinator. Do you want to play for someone with 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 very good defensive minds? Maybe Tomlin has a, an excellent rep, reputation among players. People want to play for him, so there's that too. Uh, I mean, he ha- he just has a good rep in general. Uh, so that you actually just brought up a except point. among what do you guys? Fans. What happened? 
he has a good reputation, except among Steelers fans who think that they should win every game 100 nothing. <laughs> I'm still bitter I mean, about that. Shouldn't we? Shouldn't we? Um, no, but uh, that actually brings up a good point. What did you, what did you guys think about? Uh, Tomlin said something about the like them changing the OT things, and he was like, uh, "I don't fear like sudden death or something like that." I actually kind of support that. Like, I kind of <laughs> think it should just still stay sudden death. What a heavy metal thing to say. I don't fear sudden death. I don't death. fear sudden death. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> I mean, death doesn't yeah. scare me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, yeah. I, I don't, to me, like, I think that the rule change is a positive. Um, I think that it's going to bring more excitement to the postseason because now you can, you know, until the postseason, you can say, well, what if Josh Allen? would have had that ball this another time. But at the same time, I saw another, yet another, there's been so many uh, overtime suggestion of, you know, if you want sudden death, you want these things to be over fast, flip the coin, team that wins the cost is going to take the ball because it's what they do. And if your defense stops them, game's over, you win. You know, and like, that's the true. I actually death. like that way better. <laughs> I kind of do too. Now, but at the same time, it's an offense driven league. So give Josh Allen that second chance. And I think it's, it's a positive no matter what, but you know, the way that the league is going to go, let's put more points on the board. Let's give these guys opportunities. I think it's a solid decision all the way around. I never liked the, the initial one that was completely sudden death, especially with, you know, being able to kick field goals to win games. So I don't like I don't. to kick field goals. I, I think the Which NFL the is role. always going to make the right decision when it comes to these types of things, because at the end of the day, it's not something that's going to make people turn off. It's not going to, it's not something that's going to reduce the integrity of the outcomes of games. And as long as you do those, do those two things, it was a positive move for them. Yeah. You've had multiple yeah. um, games uh, decided by a coin flip. And that's just, that's just, it's just a, almost, it's, it's, it's Are almost like the Detroit one. Well, there, no, I'm referencing uh, the, the, <laughs> Well, there's 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 Mahomes there's um the 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 time that uh the, the Patriots won a few years ago against the Chiefs. There is the 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 time this past year, Chiefs and Bills. Uh, there are Steelers and Broncos. The Tim Tebow game was was decided by a coin flip. If you want, oh, to. I was talking about the Steelers Lions one at Thanksgiving. I know the Jerome Bettis. Probably. <laughs> I remember that. That's tails. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to. I would like to see like just an instance where like, all right, if you want to call your offense out, that's fine. But if the defense beats you, then that team wins. Like, I actually like that idea. It's like because because, like because that it it just gives credence. It like I I understand we're in an offensive heavy league. We're in a pass heavy league, and we want to see points on the board. Da da da. But, like, it also takes away from the, like, thrill of a great defensive stand. Like, if you have a great defensive stand and then your team gets the ball and does absolutely nothing with it, and then the other team walks down and kicks a field goal, like, how disheartening is that? And not That's to mention, just... too, you don't see very many goal line stands anymore, you know, because teams are, are, like, you know, they're not pounding the ball into the end zone anymore. Uh, but you just don't see those kind of finishes to games anymore. You know, wouldn't that add one more kind of spice to possible outcomes? You know, it's 
it's fourth and four on the 50 yard line. They've got to go for it. You know, they've got no choice. They have to, because if they give the ball up, it's done. You know, yeah, what's going to happen? You throw a downs. screen, you throw a slant. Do you just like, yeah, that, that adds some spice to that. Like, that's why I would like to see the defense be able to win games. Cause the defense, yeah. we they say never get that shot. Yeah. Well, we say all the time, defense wins championships and all this, all this other like hoopla, but like to give them a real opportunity to be like the last team on the field. Cause every time it's the field goal unit, it's the offense, it's somebody else on the field, nine, probably eight. All right. I'll say 85% of the time, because sometimes the defense is on the field and the clock runs out, but the defense doesn't get to be the ones like on the field celebrating enough in my mind. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with how good the offenses are. Because so often those offenses do make the plays that beat those defenses. And that's exactly what happened to the Bills. A lot of people that wouldn't like that suggestion, which obviously is not not even a possibility, but the people that wouldn't like that suggestion are the same people that that said, hey, Bills, play defense. You know, then Josh Allen does right. get that shot. Right. Josh Allen almost definitely, you know, runs the field the same way that Patrick Mahomes did because he played a perfect playoff game for a quarterback. You'd expect it. So, I mean, you know, there's positives and negatives to every possible way you could look at it. So I think that's why no matter what the NFL would have chose to do here, it's still a massive positive for him because either way it's going to generate conversation on social media. It's going to keep fans engaged. And that's the name of the game right now. You are, you are a very smart man. I do what I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I tend to agree with the, with the, I mean, they, 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 they played the best hand they were dealt at this point. I, I, I was merely speaking to like what I would ideally like to see. And I know it will never come. So, uh, but yeah. Okay. I think we're done here. Fine. Bye. Anything <laughs> else? Do we have anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I, think I think we're done. Here. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I don't really have anything else. Uh, it, I'm, Really happy to see you guys again. We still got, yeah, yeah, great to see you guys. We, yeah, we still have a month till the draft. We still have a Ugh. month of, I just did a mock draft and I got Kenny Pickett in the first round, Travis Jones, a defensive tackle in the second round, David Bell, the uh, wide receiver from Purdue in the third round. So, and another wide receiver. I have no idea who, who anybody outside Kenny Pickett Well, is. still, I got. <laughs> You'd be happy with Travis Jones. I can tell you that. I I, th- um, I would I would like that I th- and I think they need a defensive tackle because I, I think I don't I don't have high hopes for two it I have that I have a feeling that's uh that's not going to end well. Yeah, two it worries me, and even a Lulu coming off an injury like yeah, uh, thirty four years old coming off of that that's hard, man. That's, yeah, that that I mean, and even yeah. Cam Cam Hayward's no spring chicken. Exactly, exactly. You need so, to, you need to start to replenish that uh, line. Yeah, so that D line that D line needs some upgrading, and not that the and even the backups the backups I don't have a hard time with, but they're not starting material for a reason. So we saw like, what yeah. happened last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. So just I I honestly even if they went D line in the first round I don't even know who's available at that level but that would like, be nice. I, I wouldn't would mind. Nice. I would be like okay, that's reasonable. That's yeah. why I feel good, man. You either trade up and go get your guy if you love your quarterback, or you stay put and no matter what, you're taking best players available. 
you're you're massively improving this they, roster in this draft no matter what. They've set themselves up very well. They've yeah. addressed almost yes. every single need. The only thing they need is a strong safety and, and a wide receiver or two, and that's it. Yeah, you could just you could just sit back and wait for the best player, or you could go get who you want, but they're in a great position now. So yeah, and that's the, that's the one thing with these offseason moves because the Steelers don't ever do anything in the offseason. Like, I feel like the Steelers are like the most stagnant team usually in the offseason, and they went out and did things. Because they actually had things. money. They actually had and money it, this time. I know. They, we had cap space. Ooh, that's a thing. They like, only spent seven million on Trubisky. That like, the, like, like the total, the, the total amount they spent on quarterbacks is like ten million dollars. It's like it's basically like drafting a rookie. So if Trubisky, like playing with Monopoly money at this point. Yeah, like you know, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And but they did this, and now they set themselves up, set themselves up so well for the draft. Now, just get what you need. And get what's best for your team. Like right. best play, best player available is like is kind of like a misnomer. Like because you could you could be on a team with like a starting quarterback. You could be on a Lamar Jackson Ravens, and there's a starting quarterback right there. You don't draft that quarterback, right? You but but, but they don't have to reach for someone. They don't have to say, "Oh my God, we need a safety, so we're gonna, we're gonna exactly." They did with so. Terrell Edmonds. <laughs> yeah, that's how they ended up with Terrell Edmonds. Already burned. <laughs> <laughs> Which no, he may still be in Steelers uniform by come the end of free agency. So and that's fine. That's fine. If he comes back, that's that's fine. It's fine. 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 It's just it's just not best fine. case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Look, your st- your starting safety is not Honey Badger. That's his name. Not Honey Badger. <laughs> <laughs> we put that on the back of his jersey. Not right. Honey not Honey Badger. Not Honey Badger. <laughs> Did you guys see the, did you guys happen to see the meme of like the guy who's making the Chiefs jerseys now where he's got Juju Smith Schuster and Valquaz Elsa's Scantling or whatever his name? I always call that guy Exxon Valdez the entire like the entire time I've known him. So yeah, they've like, got all oh. the hyphen names on their offense. Kelsey's gonna have exactly. to get married for real and and hyphenate his name. There you go. <laughs> and they had uh oh uh, did uh did Duvernay Tardif leave that team? I think he <laughs> I did. No so idea that, that was another hyphenated is. name the on the offensive line. Yeah, <laughs> eleven now, positions, twenty-two Mahomes, last names. <laughs> Mahomes should take his wife's name and be Patrick Mahomes slash Matthew dash Matthews or something. Mahomes Matthews. Mahomes Matthews. Yeah. Oh, good God! I can only <laughs> imagine Juju and Jordan TikToking together. He said he wouldn't do it. I don't believe him. I don't believe him for a second. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss uh, him, but I'm glad that he's gonna be able to catch 100 passes from Patrick Mahomes. I don't know that he is. I think Patrick Mahomes is gonna understand how like unique an offense he had, and he's just gonna throw all his passes to Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey could be like, "Dude, I caught 500 passes this season. What's happening? <laughs> My hands are falling off." <laughs> Throw to somebody else for God's sake. I just I, I don't know what that there are other people like on without, this they don't have a like they don't they don't have they don't have a good like deep field threat anymore. Now the Chiefs in are my, they're gonna draft one. Yeah, they might yeah, they might draft one. I mean get I someone. Know. I mean, yeah, now that now that they have some draft picks, but still the Chiefs are a bit in trouble. They're not special anymore. Kelsey's not exactly young either. 
I mean, his brother's definitely not, but his brother's coming back for another year. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. It's they had Mahomes on that rookie contract, and now that 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 big contract is setting in. So now they're 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 screwed. When you when you pay a quarterback, you know, 30, 40, 50 million dollars, that just <clears throat> really ties up your cap. Now you have to draft well. Now, yeah, yeah. Now you have if to draft, you draft really well. well so. It can all kind of you know fall by the wayside. Yeah. Uh like when they drafted Clyde Edwards Hilaire, how how'd that work out? True. When they could have had um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, I heard the the Damian Williams guy from Kansas City still available in free agency. I heard the Steelers might might be interested in him. I don't. There's Melvin Gordon. Yeah, right. yeah. Who wants to, who wants to play behind Najee? It's like I no, just, dude, I, nobody, just nobody, no running back in the right mind would want to play for the Steelers, and no wide receiver in their right mind would want to play for the Ravens. That's just how it is. You don't want to play for those teams. <laughs> all right guys and mic drop and mic drop <laughs> we'll see you guys Later. all right take care everybody